0: Welcome to R, a a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r/slash Reddit, where we answer the question, people who work at five-star hotels, what type of stuff goes on that management doesn't want people to know about? And I know this question seems a little bit lame, but trust me, these stories get really wild. Our first reply is from What. We don't want you to know that the people who stayed in the room before you were effing nasty. Housekeeping gets the brunt of it. I've seen them carry out bags of used adult toys, peel used condoms off of every surface, and scrub poo, actual human poo, off of places where there's no reason for human poo to be. The worst, though, was when a couple that wanted a home birth, but, you know, not at home because it's gross. We had to deal with that hazmat situation. However, we billed them as hard as we could with penalties and fees, though. Man, as I'm thinking about this, the crazy thing is, even with the hotel, billing them for like every single thing that they could possibly be billed with, I bet that if they're in America, it would still be cheaper than giving birth in an actual hospital. Today on YouTube Life Hacks, give birth in a five-star hotel. It's cheaper and the food is much better. Our next reply is from Weird Old Hobo. We see a lot of prostitution and all the drama and legal trouble that goes along with it. Corporate functions like conventions and parties where there's an open bar almost always leads to something messed up happening. One hotel I worked at hosted a Christmas party for an investment firm, and two guys started jockeying for the affections of a female coworker. They all wound up on an elevator together, and the guys started fighting. The elevator went into safety lockdown and we had to call the police department and the fire department. One guy went to a squad car, the other guy went to an ambulance. We had to give the woman some clothes from lost and found because her dress was covered in blood and the elevator was out of service for six hours to clean it up. There's always a ton of backhouse drama too, especially among the executives and junior managers. Affairs, backstabbing, a little light fraud, you know, the usual. OP, that doesn't sound like a normal elevator, more like a hell Two men enter, one man leaves. Our next reply is from Franz Lucifer Denant. This isn't really shenanigans, but the staff is not nearly as impressed by famous and rich people as some of them seem to think that we should be. It was a fancy hotel, so we had rich and famous guests all the time. And it was usually the ones nowhere near the top of the ladder who tried to be the most imperious and expected the most deference. If you have to try to convince us that you're high status, you aren't. We'd provide polite, professional service for all of our guests and try to be helpful and accommodating. But being a C-list actor or whatever isn't going to get you a table in a full restaurant or a room upgrade. And if there's a major blizzard and the airport is closed, we can't force the airport to open for you because you're so special and you can't wait to fly out. Even though you're a very important businessman. Beneath that, we have this story from Tokelita. I can confirm this. The truly rich and famous are, in fact, rarely ever the ones who make a fuss of their status and can be some of the most polite and sensible people. It's the influencers who are clawing for deference. This was a few years back, but of the many stars who stayed at one of my hotels, the most memorable was Lady Gaga. When fans found out where she was staying, they flocked over to the hotel hoping for a glimpse of her or to get an autograph. But, as you can imagine, when the crowd gets too big, it can cause operational headaches. Gaga was very aware of this and took initiative to manage her little monsters, as she calls them. She made a tweet and asked her fans to be good and kept them under control. She even ordered pizza from the hotel kitchen for everyone waiting outside in the driveway. We couldn't have asked for a more considerate guest of her stature. In the words of my general manager, she's incredibly switched on. Our next reply is from Candy Bar Killer. I worked in five-star hotels in Beverly Hills, and boy do I have stories. A sheik picked up a hooker in the bar and took her to his room. She roofied him and stole tens of thousands of dollars of cash, watches, and valuables. On Thursday night, I'll see a guy with a mistress on his arm, and on Friday night, I'll see that same guy with his wife on his arm. A famous teen celebrity left a room full of needles and various drug paraphernalia behind for housekeeping to clean up. Middle Eastern royalty shipped in multiple Ferraris and Lamborghinis to the hotel from their home country to drive for the week. Later that night, the cops caught them drag racing in the neighborhoods of Beverly Hills. The largest checkout bill I've ever seen was roughly $2 million. For a guest who rented out the entire floor of suites for three weeks, and they promptly paid by a wire transfer. I had to procure $100,000 cash for a guest whose wife wanted to shop on Rodeo Drive the next morning. The local bank doesn't even have that much cash. We had to get an armored car from the central LA bank branch to deliver the money. The list goes on. Man, how do you even go about getting an armored car? Hello? Is this the bank? I would like to order one armored car and $100,000, please. Our next reply is from Nintendorks. As part of our training as bellmen, we have to ask open-ended questions to kids to make sure they aren't being used for human trafficking when we bring luggage to dad and daughter types. My dad works in security in the same hotel where I work, so he often gives me a heads up if something feels fishy. It rarely happens, but hotels are breeding grounds for human trafficking. Then, a bunch of people asked OP what kind of questions he asked, and he clarifies. The questions vary depending on the amount of information we get from front desk and security. For example, a lot of the information that we get from security matters a lot. In general, we just try to get the kid talking, because a lot of traffickers take in kids that don't speak English. Otherwise, we ask the kids questions about their stay, as opposed to the parent. What adventures are you guys up to here in Chicago? Is your dad here on business? We crouch down to their level and ask them if they would like to help the bellman work. Most kids love the experience. We usually crouch down and try to make eye contact. If I can't definitively tell security that the child is 100% comfortable in their surroundings, or if the guardian tries to lead the child away from me deliberately, then security gets an internal investigation going. My dad has given me confirmation of arrests made for guests that I had attended to. Summer's a hectic season, and it happens more than you would like. OP, that means that if you attended to these people, and you reported them, and they made arrests, then potentially you literally saved these kids' lives. That is absolutely wild, OP. Our next reply is from Counterslave. We don't want you to know what goes on in the room next to you. This week, we had to evict a couple and have them arrested for causing over $15,000 in damages to a room. This was done quietly late at night, and the nearby rooms never even found out. Our next reply is from Kane Momona. Dead people. In some places, there's a reasonable chance that somebody has died in your bed. Obviously, it varies with the type of hotel and its clientele, but some places you get deaths weekly. In one place that I worked, maybe 40% of the bids had been died in. Also, bed bugs. They happen in every hotel. You might be paying $5,000 a night, but your luggage was in the hold with everyone else's. But you know what I never saw happen? Maid stealing. Everyone always points at the maids when they lose stuff, but we always found the item afterwards. There's no way the maids are risking their jobs over your iPad or mall jewelry. With tips, they make pretty decent money. Cool, OP. Thanks. Before, all I had to worry about when going to a hotel was that the sheets weren't clean. Now I get to worry about death bits. And beneath that, we have this story from Frank and Triple. I stayed at a Marriott one night, and it was the best sleep I ever had. The mattress was fantastic. I went home and called Marriott to ask what kind of mattress it was, and they said, One moment, let me transfer you to our mattress sales department. Call me surprised, because $1,300 and two weeks later, Marriott delivered a king-size bed to my door. I'm sure my ex is still sleeping in complete comfort 15 years later. Our next reply is from Witcher of Wall Street. Never trust glass cups in rooms. Housekeepers are so pressed for time that they'll clean the drinking glasses with the same rags they clean the bathroom with. After all, their goal is to make the room look clean, not actually be clean. I worked as a housekeeper at a five-star hotel for years, and there was over a year-long period when we didn't get a single delivery of clean drinking glasses. We didn't have dishwashers in the room, so management was complicit. This was a five-diamond hotel, one of the top resorts in the world. Never trust drinking glasses in hotel rooms. Our next reply is from Nani Bakanani. We don't bat an eye at prostitution or whatever goes on in the rooms as long as it doesn't affect our other guests. Half the women who come to the bar are working girls looking for a sale. The only thing that the hotel industry ever really reports is human trafficking. There are telltale signs, and if something doesn't add up, we do report it to the local authorities. I don't know about all five-star hotels, but I'm sure this happens at most of them. If you're a notable VIP guest, then the front desk will basically stalk you online, and your picture will be shared internally to ensure that everyone recognizes you so you feel special when you arrive and everyone already knows who you are. Beneath that, we have this story from To Be Read Out Loud. I didn't work at a five star hotel. It was a mid range hotel that catered mostly to business people. I worked overnight weekends, and one weekend we had an adult video shoot happen. We told them to just shut the curtains, and everything was fine. The girls came out and ordered a bunch of food and paid from stacks of dollar bills. Beneath that, we have this story from Lemon Butt. At my work, we're aware that some of our rooms are probably the backdrop of a few adult videos. We have a fairly regular guest who's actually quite famous in the adult industry. One time, she actually invited me, a 21-year-old girl, to join herself and another guy when I finished work one evening. I felt kind of flattered. Someone asked, so did you go? OP replied, I was concerned that I might lose my job if they catch me in an adult video filmed in our hotel. Plus, the woman had really big lip injections and it freaked me out. Our next reply is from Hudat. I didn't work at a hotel, but I delivered newspapers to one. The prostitution thing was something the desk saw a lot. The best one was when a gentleman got robbed by two young ladies and immediately demanded the front desk call the cops. When the desk person asked if he wanted to call the cops and tell them that he hired two hookers, he suddenly just grunted and marched up to his room. Beneath that, we have this story from Chupawat. I worked night audits for a while, and we had one dude call a hooker, enjoy her services, and then refuse to pay her. She came to me and said that he forced himself on her, so I call the cops. The dude gets woken up from bed at 3 a.m. and has to talk to cops in the lobby. The whole time she's yelling, If you need a DNA sample, I've got some in my mouth. Or perhaps, If you need a DNA sample, I've got some in my mouth. (laughs) The cops are trying to explain to the guy that his options are either paying her or going to jail for sexual assault and solicitation. I'm just trying to use my best customer service skills to keep everyone quiet and gently hint to the dude where the ATM is. The best part was this was night one of a week long stay, so I got to see him every day after that. Our next reply is from Batman Loves Pizza. I'm a valet at a very swanky resort. The members had a certain sticker on their car and the owners and partners had a black sticker, which I had no clue about. When a guy pulled up in a very nice bins, I said, welcome back, but I didn't know his name. He was so pissed that I didn't know who he was, and he was a butthole to me, but I couldn't care less. Moments later, another younger guy pulled up to valet and asked me what the guy said to me. I hesitantly said that I had no idea who he was. The young guy, looking disappointed, said, that's my father, and he's a butthole. Don't worry about him at all. Then he gave me 20 bucks to park his car and was extremely nice to every employee who interacted with him. Our next reply is from BHS. When we see Instagram influencer on your booking, we roll our eyes. When someone asks for more details, OP replies, yeah, so influencers will usually let us know about that at the time of booking, obviously hoping for free stuff. And then we just add that note to their booking. If they're big enough, they'll end up dealing with our sales and marketing team and maybe even get complimentary stuff. But the staff, we couldn't care less. We get genuinely rich and famous people come in who are the best in their field. And as other people have mentioned, they're usually quiet in the least trouble. Influencers are generally the worst. So sometimes I have to travel for work and when I do, I never tell the hotel that I'm a YouTuber because we get such a bad reputation. Honestly, I'm not trying to get free stuff. I just want to go to my hotel, get decent service, leave a tip, and check out peacefully. I'm not really an Instagram influencer, so I don't know why, but I wonder why it seems like Instagram specifically always has the worst reputation. You never hear people say, ugh, YouTubers, or ugh, Twitch streamers. It's always, ugh, Instagram influencers. Our next reply is from What's Your Game Tuna. I'm reading these while laying in a hotel bed, and I do not like this. Our next reply is from J Beyonder. Here's a story from the other end. I'm really bad at rolling joints. One time while staying at a hotel, I left my terribly rolled joint with my stash and papers on my dresser. I came back to my room to a nicely rolled joint. I don't know if any of my stash was missing, but thank you, Hard Rock LV staff. Our next reply is from Paper Conservation. My significant other worked for a fancy hotel. The building's owner, not the chain, the actual building itself, came to visit. He was on the Forbes billionaire list. He was a nice guy who had buffet lunches every day and tipped every staff member that he saw a crisp $100 bill every time he saw them. Housekeeper walking past, $100. Bartender setting up, $100. Shift swap, $100 on the way in and out. If you've ever wondered how to get absolute top class service every time, this guy's figured it out. Our next reply is from Vanthalem. I'm a subcontractor and I have seen some stuff. One day I came into work and there's this big scramble on the upper floors. It seems that this well-known millionaire had a little too much coke and god knows what else and was destroying the room. He was actually throwing furniture off the balcony, ripping everything out of the fridge, and he might have even thrown a mattress off the balcony. It was a big deal at the time, but they kept it hush-hush with no police involved. A guy who's paying $10,000 a night is not going to be arrested. When the team finally got to the room, there was cocaine all over the tables, bottles everywhere, and a couple of high-class call girls who were in true fear. The next day, they booked that same room to Jennifer Lopez. That was our slash ask reddit and if you like this content you can support my podcast for $4.99 a month which unlocks bonus episodes that I can't publish on YouTube because they got demonetized. Also be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day.